This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and uh, you know the deal. I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies! See, I knew I could give you a slightly different cue, and you guys would still be professional. I don't know what's with all the wrinkling of candy wrappers or something over there. Uh, What what is that you're eating? You're eating Cheetos? In the front fucking row? I don't sell Cheetos at the movies, my friend, because they are, t- they are too noisy. We're coming to you once again, and for the first time in 2017, from the Nerd Melt Showroom and Meltdown Comics in Hollywood, California! Hollywood! 
Hollywood, the Dream Factory, and then more words. <laughs> right? That's like how the be- that Pretty Woman begins that way, I think. You just hear a guy on the street corner, Hollywood, <laughs> Dream Factory. Uh, <laughs> whore Farm. <laughs> oh, this movie got so dark all of a sudden. Like, that movie was originally called 3,000 because that's the amount he pays her to fuck, it, fuck him for a week. And, uh, and it uh, was a drama. Like, they added the comedy later. <laughs> they added all that great comedy. It's a pretty woman. Oh, Gary Marshall, just one of the many we lost last year. It's Tuesday, January 3rd, 2016. Was everyone's resolution... What'd I say? 16? God damn it. Probably still writing that on my checks as well. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, let's say that, let's uh, we'll we'll edit around this. It's Tuesday, January third, twenty fourteen. Was anybody's resolution to make a kick-ass name tag? I think maybe it was. We got about the same number as usual, but there's Brookback Mountain. That is finally bring a woman into the equation in the Brokeback Mountain story. Byron's song instead of Brian's song. You do know, of course, that that is a TV movie. Yeah, so better luck next time. (laughs) I don't tell my guests which name takes the pick. You could get picked. There could be somebody. Some people, just the idea of Brian's song just makes people start crying. (laughs) Becca to the future, though. You're sitting right next to a great name tag. <laughs> what what is it instead of Hellraiser? Michelle Razor? I like it. And I like you and your is that your husband next to you? Yeah. Boyfriend? Husband? Yeah, you guys have little similar handles on your name tags. Chopsticks. Chopsticks, okay. Settle down. You don't have to both yell at me at the same time by your goddamn chopsticks. Uh, uh the div div what code? Davidi? Vichy? David she code. The David she code. All right, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> Pop star never stop popping. What's your name? Nick. Nick. Nick stop, Nick stopping. Nick stop, Nick stopping? All right, if that makes sense to you, that's all that matters. Brandon and Robin? Instead of Batman? Could have been Batman and Brandon. It really... Same amount of work either way. Lots of little ones over there I can't read. Somebody with a fucking actual video screen that says Austin Tralia. Because your name's Austin? Wow. Good work. Is someone, what's going to happen when... And it's got dollar bills shooting out of it? Do you think, do you think I have strippers on the show tonight? Coblivion? Your name is Cobb? Yes, sir. Last name. Yes, sir. Good. <laughs> My first name's Corn. Uh, <laughs> it's a wonderful Lawrence. Okay. <laughs> You're just in time with a holiday theme name tag. 
I think I've covered all the ones I can read. Those you guys have small ones over there. <laughs> La La Land. You changed to Lana Land. Yep. Okay, Lana. <laughs> that would be the one that I would pick. I'm obsessed with La La Land. Yeah. How many times have you seen it? Twice. Was I looking at you? <laughs> talking, I'm talking to Lana Land. This fucking guy. <laughs> Felt like you were looking at me. But I'm, I'm it too also. Lana? But I've not seen you it. You haven't seen it? <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think the spirit of Prince is in me. Because that guy was good at kicking over a, night, a mic stand and then going, well, no, wait a second, I need that. <laughs> Great job to all the name tag bringers. Doug Plugs, Austin, Texas, this Saturday at 420. It's a last minute thing. I was like, it's winter, where should I go? I'll go back to Austin. Uh, Cap City Comedy Club this Saturday. Uh, Oxnard, California. Oxnard? <laughs> uh, Oxnard Blues is one of my favorite movies. Uh, Oxnard, California has a stand-up show with me in it, according to this piece of paper, at Levity Live. There's a club out there called Levity Live because a lot of people like their levity passed away. Uh, that's on Tuesday, January 10th. Bring your name tags, even though it's a stand-up show. Baseball Jordan will be there with his baseball, I'm sure. And uh, Sunday, January 15th, I'm interrupting Fifty Shades of Grey at the Castro Theater in San Francisco as part of SF Sketchfest, sfsketchfest.com. Or go to, you know, that other site that I like to mention more than once with a long pause in between. <laughs> and be sure to listen to Douglas Minis if you want to hear my voice and opinions on movies uninterrupted by the likes of Pete Holmes and T.J. Miller and did you think I was going to say Burt Kreischer? Because I wasn't. Because he has become one of the most polite and well-mannered guests that I have. I know, right? I shouldn't even be saying this out loud. He might be listening to this going... What do you mean I changed? <laughs> I thought I was always my normal, robust self. 221, I think he got down to on the uh, bird is fat. Tom is fat. I think they both got out of obese and into just overweight. <laughs> so good for both of them. Um, but also, uh, the other reason to listen to Douglas Minis is because I have a new game that I play on there where each mini I make is named after a motion picture. Uh, it doesn't, it's not necessarily one I love or anything. It's just, uh, has something to do with what happens in that episode. So when a new mini plops, the first tweet to me on Twitter with the hashtag Douglas Minis that correctly guesses why, you know, in my mind. <laughs> You may have another reason that's great, but why I chose that particular movie as a title for the uh, episode, uh, that person wins a prize. Yeah, we'll work, uh, we'll work that shit out between me and the winner. <clears throat> Everett Scott SCP was the first winner, so congratulations to him. 
That's DougLovesMovies.com. See, I filled that space <laughs> with information, which I don't know how much more entertaining that is than <laughs> silence and weird laughing. From the corrections department, Shrek the Third is Justin Timberlake's highest grossing movie after inflation adjustment, followed by Trolls and then Yogi Bear and Teacher. Sorry, Bad Teacher. <laughs> bad Teacher is a sequel to Teacher. There's a movie about a person that was very good at what they do. Also, Vox Office Mojo considers Justin Timberlake's role in Shrek the Third to be a bit part or a cameo. Yeah, and some guy on Twitter was telling me otherwise. He was like, he's in that whole goddamn movie. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not really a Shrek person. You know what I like? Puss in Boots. <laughs> Just because he's so sexy. Um, what else did I want to say before? Uh, I think I got everything. Oh, um, Emil Hirsch watch continues. <laughs> he's not here tonight. But I've got amazing guests and I've got amazing Emil Hirsch questions that I'm going to ask them. <laughs> The prize bag, I bought a big, a big uh, bag that I got from somewhere. I don't even know where I got it, but uh, it's a plain brown bag. But uh, inside of that is a Doug Loves Movies t-shirt. And yeah, you don't have to cheer for these weird items. Uh, dude in Sacramento's written a couple of books about zombies. His name is J.K. Nori, N-O-R-R-Y. And this one's called uh, Zombieser, the First Zombie. And then, <laughs> and then there's little, uh, little post-it things inside the book because uh, apparently I get mentioned a couple of times in, in both of this gentleman's novels. Uh, I'll just read a little passage to you. Doug Benson was very gracious in fielding my inquiry and very prompt in his response. He's a busy guy with his Doug Loves movies and getting Doug with high podcasts and his comedy. Doug's comedy was needed in the, this world, and he let it be. Good thing. That would have been a tough chapter to cut. Thanks so much, Doug. What is this? This isn't part of a story. Oh, I see. This is the fucking thank yous or whatever. Yeah, this is the uh, acknowledgments is the word we use, Beowulf. And at the end of a bunch more acknowledgments, it says, now on with the story. But then I'm in the story. So now, this is exciting. <laughs> I'm in the story once. And let's see how I pop up in the story. Uh, for some reason, the cruise ship had been rerouted. And they had offered Doug a ridiculous amount of money to keep doing two shows a night. <laughs> for as long as they would be waylaid. Well, I've obviously come up earlier in this, in this somewhere. <laughs> if you're just calling me Doug. <laughs> Doug didn't know if that was her real name and he didn't care. Oh, this is about a girl named Candy. Fans had been handing, fans had been handing him plenty of smokables from day one and the pile had grown in his little safe. Yeah, I go back to my room and put weed in my safe. <laughs> he's, 
the pile had grown in his little safe to a towering mountain of joints and buds. There had not been any reason to doubt his wisdom in staying on until his set was interrupted the third night. Oh yeah, I stayed on the cruise. Well, there's a lot of stuff with me in here. I might have to hang on to this. It's a whole, there's a whole thing, me and uh, Sandy arguing. Never mind, Doug frowned. <laughs> Did you see that thing? Oh, I get it, she winked at him. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't get it at all. All right, so that's going to the prize bag. Maybe the winner of the prize bag can, uh, I don't know, dictate that section into a thing. <laughs> A hat with M WM on it. What do you think WM stands for? Yeah. Weed Maps is correct. <laughs> Never speak again out loud during my show. <laughs> <laughs> I always think that's part of the problem. Is some of my guests will look right at people in the audience and go, what's the answer? And so they get excited about getting to participate and then they just keep doing it. And uh, I don't know how to stop it. I got some stickers, I got some uh, pipes from Peacemaker. I got this uh, cool thing from a loot crate I think I got it from. It's a uh, Firefly patch, like almost like if you're a boy or Girl Scouts, it's a Firefly achievement patch. And, oh, a shirt from, who's this shirt from? Somebody just threw this at me and I was like, that's going in the prize bag. It's some sort of weed related thing. Oh, it's a weed map shirt, all right. <laughs> All of that's going in there, plus stuff brought by my guests. Please give a big, warm welcome to Matt Besser, Dustin Ibarra, and Rachel Bloom. Hey, everybody. I like movies, too. <laughs> I think I, I am going to hold on to this zombie book for now because I kind of want to read all the parts that have me involved in them because I've never been in a zombie. I have, actually, I was in a zombie movie, but I was a zombie. I wasn't just a person named Doug doing shows on a cruise ship. <laughs> Let's say hi to them individually, starting with first-timer. Yeah, that's not you, buddy. You're a fucking veteran. First-timer, yeah, don't look at him either. First time we're on the show, it's Rachel Bloom, everybody! Whee! <laughs> Whee! So excited to have you here, the co-creator and star of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend on the CW Network, Friday nights at 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock Central. I, you know, I love musicals. So that your show having musical numbers, it could be the worst show ever. I'd be like, yes. Oh, good. Like Smash. Did you see Smash? I I watched every single <laughs> every episode. goddamn every episode. Fucking like episode you hate yourself for watching it, but it's still it's about musicals, so you have to. I have to watch it. No, yeah. I found it. I strangely, I was an addict of Smash. I went to. They did a Smash concert where a bunch of people. Oh, the bombshell sang. concert. Yes. <gasps> so jolly. I went to that. It's like a charity thing, so it was a write-off. But man. <laughs> Oh, so man, you're really in, wait, man, you're really into I Smash. Spend a lot of money. Yeah, no, I was way too into Smash. Did you do Lewis terrible uh, show? What? Did you do Lewis Peitzman's podcast after Smash? No. He has a podcast that talks about every episode of Smash, like 
two years oh. after Smash was canceled. Oh my God! Yes, yeah, so you can't. People can't even go back and look at it. No, like it's, it's it's not available anywhere. You don't think it is? You're, I think I it's on know. iTunes. Maybe. Sure. Okay. <laughs> it's a good place for Smash. But yeah, I love Smash and lots of people in it. And that guy uh, Lamar Odom Jr. was on Smash. And Leslie he, Leslie Odom. Leslie. Jr. I call him. I always Lamar call him Lamar Odom. Odom. <laughs> Leslie Odom, he was on uh, on that show that night, and I went to like the the gathering after or whatever. And when he saw me, he said, uh, "You're a funny motherfucker." Whoa! Yeah, so I was very excited. That's a big deal. I was so excited that to this day I get his name wrong every time. Lamar Odom Jr. <laughs> I'm sure that guy's Leslie up to something Odom good Jr. too. Yeah. Leslie Odom Jr. And uh, so uh, season two is uh, on the air currently. Yeah. You take like a few weeks off around the holidays, right? Uh, we're done filming because we were 13 episodes. No, I season. mean new episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We come yeah. back this Friday. Okay, perfect. With two episodes. Oh, back to back? Yeah. Oh, shit. Please watch them. <laughs> Is it? I mean, I could talk to you about this all night, but Please. It, it's Doug Loves Movies. Is your TV show uh, crazy difficult to shoot? Uh, it's, it's more the schedule's difficult to shoot. I mean, I can't speak to the difficulty of... Like shots, but yeah, I mean it's it's hard because we're doing an hour long musical with a a network TV budget, which isn't horrible. But the stuff that we try to do, it's like two fully produced music videos per episode. And when I saw La La Land, the first thing I thought of was like, man, I'm fucking jealous of their budget, because yeah. I was like, oh, oh, they're in Griffith, no, they're on the freeway, oh. Yeah, my mom asked me if that was uh, some sort of cheat when they were on the freeway. I was no, like, no, they, they, they fucking they shot down a freeway. piece of freeway. <laughs> They ruined people's day to shoot a scene of people's day being ruined. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, But yeah, it's hard. It's hard. And it's hard to, to, I mean, we're also, because we're network, we're often writing, editing, and shooting at the same time. And all of the people who write the music, that's not our only job. Like, I'm on the show. My friend Jack, who writes the music, is... A writer in the writer's room and then Adam Schlesinger produces the songs so like we it's when we sit down together to write songs it's very rare yeah yeah it's hard a- Adam's from Fountains of Wayne he is I love that band he wrote Stacy's mom and he, yeah and the theme song for Crank Rate Yankers and the he's he's currently writing the the theme music for my new show on Comedy Central The High Court are you serious yeah 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 I didn't know that yeah it's super neat I like that have you guy. met have you met him Nuh-uh. No, don't, don't care to see his stupid face, but oh. I'm so excited that he does the amazing music on your show and my show. And my show's just like, it's just like, you know, it's just like courtroom music, but... Uh, oh, I had no idea what that was. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Court. The litigant wants $500. <laughs> The defendant, you know, that kind of thing. I'm so excited to see I don't see even, it. that's how shitty a judge I am. I don't even, I just said the litigant and the defendant. <laughs> it's plaintiff and defendant. Doug, can we take five so you can be not high anymore? <laughs> no, I'm high the whole time. And, uh, and uh, you know, I'm just staring at you now. It's so excited that you have a tiny bottle of wine. I have a teeny tiny bottle because I didn't want to get high because I just feel like I can't form sentences. So I asked if they had wine, and someone out, someone went out to a drugstore and 
and got mommy her fix. <laughs> Which is what it feels like. Like, give mommy a small bottle, but only like a glass and a half, honey. I love you so much. Did you finish your homework? I don't care. That's what I feel like right now. Drunk mom. Don't you feel right now like if your show, uh, if it ended at any point, which I certainly don't want it to do, but if you went three, four, five seasons and yeah. then it ended, that you could kickstart a uh, movie version and get cut sort of your dream come true of uh, doing a, a movie musical that we have the time and the budget? Yeah, I don't know I would if I would do Crazy X just because it's, I mean, our goals... To or be- something else, of oh, course. Oh, yeah, then yeah. yes, yes, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. but you could get it going just off of... Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I've never, thought about doing a, I've never thought about doing a Kickstarter, but that's a great idea. That's I'm telling you, you Veronica Mars that shit. That's very true. Yeah. I could Veronica Mars that. Yeah. How much did they earn, though? Or just go to Netflix and just be like, let's make a movie. Yeah. Do it that way. Uh, I guess I could go to some of the people who turned down the show originally <laughs> and be like, well, any regrets? Give me $10 million. I love that plan. But in that voice. <laughs> mommy needs more of her fix. <laughs> mommy needs more of her mommy juice. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks we got to meet me. these other fellas. We got to say hello to yeah. uh, two frequent guests on the show. I love these guys. Starting with Dustin Ibarra. Oh. Yeah, man. Have you ever had to cut your hair for a roll? Um, or do they always just cast you as the guy with that hair? No, they've had to cut it before. One time I uh, did a pilot and they sent me back like four times to get it cut. And they, they, it was like, from a cool play. It wasn't you like, had to get four cuts? What were they kind of... Dude, because they wanted it. Ass. I don't even know. A bunch of executives talking like, that's too poofy. We need it down. And then I come back. They're like, well, now the sides are down. The head, the top is too poofy. What's going on? This Let's is a house party. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so then finally they got it right. And then the show never got on. So, you know. I know. But, then, you know, I had a good haircut. You know, it was pretty cool. So I like about old showbiz, you know, you get free haircuts sometimes. Oh, free haircuts are the yeah, best. Yeah. You just wait to get cast in something, show for yeah. stupid looking hair. A good free haircut, like, too. Let's fix this. <laughs> yeah. Not like a six-time uh, here free haircut, you know? You show up and punch card. I try to get a skinhead roll at the start of every year. So. Oh, that's smart. That's yeah. a good way to get it, get it going. And uh, Dustin, what do you what do you got going on, buddy? Are you uh, in, um, in something uh, well, that's out there or about to be? Not as much, but um, I um. Do you I'm sing? Are you a good singer? I can sing some. Yeah. This well, is an audition. This is like an audition it, right? for. Uh, yeah. I mean, everyone's always auditioning all the time for me. All right. right. Do people just go up to you and start singing? No, they don't. But one of our cast members got really drunk and sang TLC's Waterfalls at the cast party last year. And I was like, oh, we got to write a song for her. And we totally did. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So this is a great career opportunity for you, Dustin. Yeah, we could Dark write Waterfalls. Dark and Waterfalls. Take me to the rhythm. I could be three different people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got different octave ranges. In there. Yeah. Put on an eye patch and start rapping. Oh, man. Put a condom on one eye rest in peace yeah, yeah. She, nobody could ever get her eye pregnant um, <laughs> no one can get her eye pregnant <laughs> yeah you heard me uh also joining us on the panel tonight mr matt besser is here <laughs> the inventor of improvised comedy yeah, you came up with it, or you keep it going anyway. 
You're, Keep uh, it going. Yeah, you're the, of course, with the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, where uh, Rachel was telling me before the show, the first uh, show she saw at UCB Theater in L.A. was a uh, performance of Doug Loves Movies. All comes around. Yeah. Do you remember who the guests were? Uh, no, I just remember you were... Uh Oh, you were really high. I get it, yeah. uh, and the joke that you guys kept doing was that, like, uh, it was, I think it was like, what's a dog's favorite word? Roof. Roof. Oh, and so like, Todd Glass was there. I, was it Todd Glass? I'm pretty sure it was Todd Glass. You were, whoever it was, they kept, every time you yeah, said roof. He loses his mind every time I do the, or the roof joke. Okay, yeah, that was it. Oh, shit, it was Todd yeah. Glass. I didn't it, even realize Because it that. ends with Fisherman's Wharf. Yes. And he loses his absolute yeah, mind. Yeah, you guys kept doing every that. Every time. He was, lo- he was losing his mind. Yeah. Or he loves that bit. Um, now, now his new thing is he loves when I do uh, Nancy Grace impression. It, it makes him lose his mind, which is always fun to have like a friend that you know you can just drop them to the ground laughing just over some stupid thing that's super easy to do. But Matt, just in time here on January 3rd yeah. to promote a holiday special. Well, it's still holidays for most right? people. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, lazy assholes who won't take their shit down. <laughs> I've seen plenty of holiday lights still. You know the new lights this year, those laser lights, instead of putting uh, actual bulbs up? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, they just point at the house and make yeah, it look like, uh, like one, two, crazy three. lit up. Yeah, your whole house. Yeah. I kind of like that, though. Okay. <laughs> just don't accidentally point that shit at an incoming plane or something. I was wondering about that. Right? You could get like 100 planes with one of those things. <laughs> I'm getting one. <laughs> yeah, Andy Richter's Home for the Holidays you referred to. Was that yeah, on CISO? It's on CISO, it yeah. Watch, so it's never too late to watch a it's funny. holiday See? special. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mookie Blakelock came on uh, the Douglas movies to promote it. I think His he did a good job. He was a good funny. guest, right, Mookie? Yeah. yeah. He sings Farty the Snowman. Need I say more? I, I'd rather Farty you did it. No, oh, now you're snowman. saying please, more. I, please say more. <laughs> I want to hear all about it. Most of the lyrics are farts. There you go. I said a little bit more. <laughs> what do you mean? It's like... <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing? And, and some of the actual words. Okay. Let me try that. Frosty the... Exactly. What's up? And a... And a... See, you guys are loving it. <laughs> 45 minutes to that, folks. What was I doing the day of the auditions for that part? <laughs> I could nail it. Uh, he's hilarious, and lots of other uh, hilarious people are in it. Lauren Lapkus is in there, mm-hmm. and, uh, and wh- it's on CISO. CISO.com. Seth yeah. Morris, John Daly is Sappity Tappity, Betsy Sodaro. Yeah. I just and, earlier I was about to go Lauren Lapkus, more like Lauren Lafkus. And I just had to say that. Wow, you Wow, well grammar. it's interesting that you've chosen alcohol over uh, marijuana. I don't, don't I don't I know if a, it's that working was such out. a stone thing to say. <laughs> more at Lapkus. Drunk but trying to trying to do stone. I like that. That's good. All right, so let's start with you because I, I feel like you've been holding this crazy thing oh, in your Jesus, lap. Uh, I know. I what would you bring for the prize bag? Uh, well, I have an actual fruit cake and a cinnamon roll. Cinnamon—that's a hard word. Roll. <laughs> and uh, my special Bester breaks the record. My CD—it's in my pocket. But can I just? Okay, yeah. Give me these. <laughs> so it's like a fucking actual fruit I cake. I made one of the three of these. 
<laughs> this one. Yeah, you made the uh, the CD. Yeah. All right. Tastes great. Wow, these are like <laughs> these are like uh, heavy, sturdy, crazy. <laughs> you can mug someone with it. That's a classic, classic comedy trope. The uh, brick like. It's amazing how heavy they are. Yeah, what's Think in the fast. middle of them? <laughs> Uh, what'd you bring for the? Uh, I know it's your first time, Rachel. So I just say to the people, bring something for the prize bag. So their interpretation of what they should bring is uh, often skewed. Yeah, I brought something kind of special actually to me. Sorry. Okay, this is what boobs are for. It's to hold the mic. Um, I this is the uh, uh, the crew gift that we gave out. We made a, a CD of selections from season season one and half of season two. And so this is the literal like crew gift. And I had one, and since it was a gift that I gave to myself. Uh, I was like, well, I'm going to give this to... It was the gift from me and the other producers to the crew. That's so terrific. I'm going to cherish this. There you go. I'm so happy to have this. <laughs> Very exciting. It's Yeah, it says crew 2016 yeah, on there. So it's unless like unless you're official. on the crew of the show or, you, uh, or you're a rower, uh, <laughs> you, uh, this is not for you. So many songs from a season and a half. Like, what do you have? That's like not two, even all of them. We had to select some. You do two, two, three production numbers in each episode. I think, roughly? yeah, I think by the end of the season, uh, we have about eighty songs so far. Go which boy! Is really fucking hard. That's that's a lot of work. Yeah. Thank Adam Schlesinger for taking a few minutes out to write. Dare, dare, dare. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I will. Right, you really should you. meet him, though. Okay. Do you want me to uh, set that up? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. <laughs> great. To broker a meeting. <laughs> All right, great. Our, our, you wrote our my two song. families yep. need to get together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See ya. You wrote the music. Yeah, I did. We gave <laughs> you a right. lot of notes. Yeah, you did. Uh, oh, you Dustin, gave him a lot of notes? <laughs> well, more notes than apparently he likes. Oh, but, uh, no. <laughs> Can I get more? Deep, deep, deep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I imagine that is what he sounds like. <laughs> he, has, uh, he has like two Emmys. Yeah, no, he's, he's insanely talented. It's really dude. intimidating to me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't set up Does a meeting. Does he threaten you with these Emmys? <laughs> He should. I will box your ears with these Emmys. <laughs> He's also 80. Uh, Dustin, what do you got for the old... You got a box full of stuff for the bag. It's, it's a, hair. It's a it's tiny box. <laughs> yeah, it's pubes. Just now. <laughs> Check it out. I got a pair of uh, Star Wars underwear. What? Now, they are medium size. And I'm not gonna lie, it was a gift to me, but I am not a medium. And my How'd girl- you find out? Were they almost on you? No, oh, you guys are so lucky that I didn't try, but yeah, no, I didn't. And my girlfriend's mom gave them to me, so uh, now wow. they would be yours. Oh, that's so sweet. That is, but they don't fit. She, knew, she knows what I look like, too, so I'm like, what are you, you trying to give me a hint, lady? Come on. <laughs> I saw Rogue One with them. They're pretty amazing. Men's boxers. They just got lots of images from Star Wars on them. For the ladies. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Like, it just feels like it just falls in a way like, hey, I got Darth Vader dick. (laughs) (laughs) All the Princess Leia's are faded away. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. Mm. (laughs) This isn't released till next week. Yeah. (laughs) Wait. 
It'll be all tomorrow? right on time. It's going to come out tomorrow. That's all right, though. Yeah, so that's good. You know, someone, hopefully a husky fella doesn't win, but if you do, give them to your little brother, or girlfriend or something, or boyfriend, you know. These will look cute on a girl person. I was yeah. just thinking that. Yeah. I don't know why ah. I would butt in and say that. I was thinking of him on a little dog. <laughs> Boxers for a boxer. His head poking out the pee hole. Come here, little guy. What else have you got, Dustin? Oh, man. I have an I Heart Nuggets t-shirt and a... Um, what kind of nuggets? You know, whatever you want. Whatever kind. You know, Tasty. Weed nuggets, McDonald's nuggets, nuggets of knowledge. I don't know. No. And then a McDonald's toy. I don't know how I got that, so that's weird. I don't know. What do you mean? It was you in my house. How you got that. You take Ambien and take things from no. children? <laughs> yeah, you know I, how you got that. I do. My girlfriend got it because she didn't want to eat a big meal, and so she got the small meal, and I was like, you know, I would have I ate what you did not, lady. Uh, whatever. Can you order a children's meal if you're, if you're not a child? Yeah, I think. Oh, okay. well, it's yeah, because yeah, oftentimes like, like, you'd be like ordering, and the child's not present, but they might be nearby. You have yeah. to have a child mannequin. But sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes they're dicks about it, like because I've you know wanted a certain toy and they won't sell it to me because I'm not a child. Yeah, what if you got a kid back home? In that's, the what I, that's what I tell them. <laughs> Uh, I got but a they, kid they can tell that I'm home. way too excited about the toy in my basement because I've got a boner sticking out of my Star Wars boxer. <laughs> But what is this character from? Is this like Adventure Time or something? I don't know, man. I was trying to figure it out. I would think it's some French TV show or something. French? Some, some cartoon like in France or something. That's what they're giving away in Happy Meals? I think so. Okay. Like, see how there's French on it? Yes, Dustin, there's French on it. No, it has French on it. <laughs> Hey, I am a fry. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you for bringing all of that stuff, you guys. This is an amazing prize bag that somebody's going to win tonight. Uh, but first, I have to ask uh, just real quickly, uh, each of you. We'll start with you, Matt. Oh. Oh, what was the last movie that you saw? This is heavy, well, mostly because of the, the fucking food you brought. There's a lot of talk of La La Land, and I watched that. You know, we get the screeners, so uh, yeah, you that's do. one of the first ones we wanted to watch, the wife and I. And we watched it for three nights, which is not a compliment. Whoa, because you kept falling asleep every we time? kept falling asleep. <laughs> it really is. Uh, the melodies are quite... Uh, after the first, like, ten minutes, it gets very uh, quiet for okay. most of the movie. I like the first night of it. <laughs> Night one of La La Land, a I success. Fell going, that was pretty good. <laughs> Blood into my dreams. Um, I didn't like it. Who knows when this happened? But as soon as like she's frustrated, no one comes to her one woman show. I was like, that's pretty deep into it. That's an hour into it or more. I think I fell asleep in like the second quarter. Okay. Yeah, the best some... part, the most realistic part of the movie is uh, the fire alarm when he uh, burns his bread. Do you remember that? I do, yes. Because he... that's when we wo woke up on the second night. 
And uh, have you ever done that? There's a fire alarm or a phone in your movie, oh, yeah. and you're like, yeah. but there's a fire alarm. We have a kid, so it's like extra panicky, and I'm like, ah, ah, what? Where is that? And how you? What? I gotta turn it off. So, honey, it's okay. It's just La La Land. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Jake. It's La La Land. So, so you're kind of down on the movie then? Because I love it. Uh, I'm a big fan. Is, uh, it was a lot of fun, and then it wasn't. Then I was like, it starts out peppier. It, it made me know it why gets people more about hate sadness. people from Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But there is it, it. The movie captures to me, especially in that opening scene where they're just dancing in the traffic. That was a lot of fun. It just captures that, like, you know, you just have to have kind of an insane mentality to just be like, I'm going to go to L.A. and become a movie star. Like, it's not going to happen for most, but people still do it. But it happened to her. And uh, what the fuck happened in France that she can't be nice to him when she gets back? Yeah, so I think it's that we were talking about this backstage. I think it's that he needed to stay in L.A., to raise the money for his jazz club? For three months? She was gone three months. Oh, well, he yeah. was still stuck well, on tour, and she Well, the movie got big. She was three months. Maybe they needed her for posts. She became a <laughs> big Maybe they deal. were like, we need you to sit in on the edit. Yeah, it's just, you know, they probably tried to call each other. There's a few misconnections. We don't want to give away too much of the movie because it's in uh, somewhat limited release currently. But uh, they also, made, they it's made not really a plot movie. They made improv seem too easy. They were oh, like, you're going to go away and improvise for three months on this movie. And she's like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> we hadn't seen her do any improv she was good. the whole movie up till that point. Well, it is funny at her audition when they're like, tell us a story. She sings a song that is not a story at all. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I still love it. I still love it. Okay, <laughs> can you tell a story now? <laughs> that was a beautiful song sing, about... Uh, tell a story. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, it's my... It's my uh, late year, you know, end of 2016 obsession. I, I think I'm going to see that movie like 50 times. Whoa. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely love it. Rachel, is, was that the last movie you saw or have you seen something else? Uh, I saw half of Moonlight tonight and when I get home, I'm going to watch the other half with my oh, husband. We okay. watched it and I was like, I got to go to a show. So I saw the half I saw I loved. And can I, spo- can I spoil something? I don't know. Can you close your ears? I don't know if you can. I didn't know what I didn't know what Moonlight was about, but then two guys started kissing, and I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> whenever, whenever, that's not too bad. Whenever it turns out like a movie is like potentially about gay people, I get really psyched. Like I stumbled onto Treasure walking down the street. Because I love movies. Weird. I love movies about gay My people. My grandpa is so different. Like <laughs> it's so weird. I'm done. I'm done. That's crazy. <laughs> But yeah, there's gay people in Moonlight. I don't think that's giving away too much. Yeah, but the, but the first, the first, full, the last full movie I saw. There were gay saw, people in La La Land too. I, I saw a couple. <laughs> um, the last. Full, yeah. The, a lot of straight dudes aren't dancing in traffic. Let's get out and jump on the hood and do a number. <laughs> uh, the last full movie I saw was Rogue One. Uh, oh, I, a, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Can I say something? Can I, I? Is this gonna get? This is gonna get me shot. I fucking hated it. Whoa! I thought it was so goddamn boring, man. 
I thought Rogue One was so fucking boring, man. Do you find all the other ones? It's just like probably didn't be, I don't know, on some list where it's like, don't hire her. You think <laughs> that with all those nerds in Hollywood? Yeah. Don't hire her. <laughs> do you think it was the most boring Star Wars ever? Or do you, uh, no. Where do you stand on the prequels? No, it wasn't. Because those okay. are crazy boring. I gotta say, it was like, Story-wise, I haven't like, seen this, but I'm gonna I'm okay. kind of on par with the pre. I just felt, I felt nothing. There were no moments. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there were no moments of human connection, and like, and yeah, I, and okay, I, I right. just turned, I just turned to my, I sure. just kept turning to my husband, being like, I'm. But here's the thing: because I'm a woman, I always assume I'm wrong when I feel something negative, because that's where we're conditioned to feel, right? Where it's like, maybe, I, maybe I'm just dumb, and so I'm watching the movie, and I'm bored as fuck, and. I I turned to my husband and I was like, are you really fucking bored? And he was like, oh my God. And I was like, oh good, a man thinks it too. <laughs> and I say that as a joke, yeah. but there's like 3% of me that still needs to like check in with a man for his approval on art and it disgusts me and I hate it and I just want to like queef it out of my system. <laughs> fucking hate it. But there's like a couple of dumb women. Not a lot, but at least like what? What? There's no d- on the planet Earth. Yeah, of course. There's of course not there one. Women yeah, on everyone's a genius. Of course there I, are dumb yeah. women. I, I Every just, dude's fucking dumb. Why can't everyone dumb one? That's fair. I, I, don't think I'm, I don't think I'm one of them. But maybe, I don't know. Um, see, if I were a dude, I'd be like, I'm not dumb. With it. Ugh, fucking dudes, man. Um, but, I can, but I can I see where people wouldn't that. enjoy it. I, I, I like it just in terms of it being like a, a fairly well told, like, science fiction uh, war movie where you know there's certain goals that need to be achieved and then as a Star Wars nerd I'm happy that they uh, you know uh, do what they do in the movie but seeing it the second time I was kind of like yeah this is it's a little draggy like it should be faster paced and the characters should be more fun like the characters are all very forthright and well acted but none of them are like oh when this guy walks in now it's gonna be fun for a while yeah how you felt about Han Solo and Chewbacca and you know a lot of like they should be dabbing and stuff yes that's right Matt Besser there should be more dabbing but like but like the most fun part <laughs> but like the most fun parts of the movie for me were like cause I wrote I wrote on a show called Star Wars Detours that was a show that that's the awesome. robot chicken guys did uh, and I wrote on the third season that's right I wrote on the third season and it will never see the light of day because Disney bought Lucasfilm and will never let it see the light of day oh shit but, it's a, but I learned a lot about shots fired but I went deep into Star Wars doing that so I know a lot of the characters and like the most joy I had was like Oh fuck! It was oh, it's the um, it's the lady that dances in uh, Jabba the Hutt's. Th- oh look at they're watching a hologram of her, and it's like that's not a movie. That's just like remember when. That's just like a Family Guy cut to. But they didn't go nuts with those things. That like, was they really mean. Had, I, I, it was a movie. It had. They could have had a lot more cameos by the different characters, and and you know, and they were giving us a a group of. Uh, a new group of heroes that are also not going to be around for many movies. That was ambi- That was super ambitious. I love that. That's how it. I love that's how it ended. But like this, st- I think also like the stakes just felt false. And 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 I, I know that you could say this about a lot of prequels. But like I know how it ends. They're gonna they're gonna destroy the Death Star. Like yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. No. And I just was like, that's so I wasn't true. like, oh, what's gonna happen? Are they gonna destroy the Death Star? I know they're gonna destroy it. Anyway. <laughs> Dustin, like, am I gonna have? Am I gonna I'm get a sorry? Bullet? You have to follow this. <laughs> I did Rogue One as well. That was my last movie I saw. What did you think? Did you like it? I liked it. I was with my girlfriend and um, her. We were in Boston with her family, and uh, I watched it with them. 
And her dad doesn't know anything about Star Wars, so I had to just agree with him on everything. He was like, oh, yeah, this is the this is the sequel. This is between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I can see Boba Fett. No, you don't. It's fucking not, man. <laughs> but I had to like be like, oh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Did you like? Are you still though? mad about the underwear we gave you? <laughs> uh, sorry about that. I think that inspired that because we don't connect at all. Because he's like a real man, dude, and he's so Star Wars. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. We only go to movies together. I can barely see you. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I feel bad about giving away the underwear. What have I done? Uh, that was his thing for me. Do you want it back? No. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not gonna lose it. Come on, it's like a medium, bro. I mean, it was beautiful. The movie was beautiful. I'll say that. The cinematography was like, it was gorgeous, yeah. right? Yeah, when there yeah. was action, it was well staged, I thought. And, uh, you know, I, I thought for young women, uh, the heroine of the movie, uh, there's no, you know, for the most part, there's no romance for her. It's just about her actually achieving her goals and about doing what she wants to do. So I think that's good. Yeah. That's true. Crack it, open it, a cold yeah. one to that. <laughs> it's, it's still like... It still like shows how slim pickings there are of like female representation in movies though, where we like reach for yeah. right, like, the one character who doesn't yeah. fall in love and like trip over a fucking banana and go... Ah! Like, we're like, oh, she's a feminist hero. It's like, no, she's just a lady. She's a lady doing things. Women do have a problem stepping over bananas. <laughs> that was the first thing. That's I true thing. <laughs> yeah, you put a banana down, the ladies go right for it. That was the first specific I thought of. They Banana's can't. not the right specific in that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't think, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, fortunately, none of the Star Wars movies has result, resorted to a banana gag. <laughs> they almost did with Jar Jar. So close. So close with Jar Jar. Can I say, okay, this is... This Jar Jar is really, was a living banana. <laughs> this is really going to get me... This is actually going to get me hate. I really shouldn't say this, but I'm going to oh, say yeah, it. Oh, yeah, then go ahead. Because I was texting with my, my robot chicken boss about it, and I was like, I just felt like the characters were so... I just, like, I don't... I couldn't describe them. Like, I could, it, like they're pretty, and they're good at punching but other than like the sass droid I couldn't describe them and I, I and I texted him and I don't necessarily mean this but I texted him and had me longing for Jar Jar Binks and he was like you should tweet that immediately <laughs> and I was like fuck no but now I'm saying it I don't know if I even meant it you don't mean it I guess I don't they're not they may not be exciting but they're not irritating I am good yeah. at punching. <laughs> they what do are, you like? You haven't even seen it, right? Um, they've got, they've got personalities. Mean? To me, they've got like very similar personalities to the, the gang in the original Matrix, where you're like, well, we could kill any of these, and uh, no one's going to be too upset about it, but we also want them to achieve their goals. Yeah, you know? but when they die, it's like, ah. Eh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the movie's not. Uh, it, the way they do it is it's not a huge bummer that lots of people die in it. And, uh, and I think that's intentional. I think it's not supposed to be insanely sad. It's supposed to be more like a few people died for the, the greater good. So many stormtroopers. Yeah. Well, so. that's the thing that cracks me up about Star Wars. Is it's such a fucking cheat. Like, if a, if a movie had bad guys getting shot 
as much as stormtroopers get shot and blood came out of them, yeah. it'd be rated R. Yeah, yeah. But since it's a bunch of dumb stormtroopers, like they equal bad. Like there couldn't possibly be a stormtrooper that just grew up in the wrong part of the yeah. galaxy. And you know, like where you are ends up being who you fight for a lot of the time. And uh, and also just that they uh, they just kind of fall down and don't bleed very much. So if it's what not if the, bloody, if, it's okay. What if their armor ran on dogs? Like, in their chest plate was a dog oh, that they got sad. their energy from. Every time they got shot, you would know uh, a fucking dog just died. Oh, man. I'd be like watching Marley and me 300 times. <laughs> I know that, I know that uh, this was an earlier story from that Star Wars Detour show that like, because George Lucas would sometimes be in the room. And the first day I wrote, he was in the room for a couple of hours, which was crazy. But I heard that in a previous episode, they were talking about killing, they were talking about like killing um, a real character, but then they were talking about maybe instead killing a droid. And he was like, you can kill as many droids you want. They have no feelings. They're not human. Uh. He, was like, mur- he was like, murder the droids. I don't care. <laughs> It was great. No, that's what's crazy about the prequels is suddenly there's just armies of just these real robot-y things that don't even have as much humanity in them as like a stormtrooper. So it's like, who gives a fuck how many of those get killed or blown away or whatever? I did feel for when the, spoiler alert, when the droid uh, ate it. In Rogue One, I I did I like that character actually, and he I was, when, yeah, when I he died, I good old yeah. Alan Two Dicks, right? Yeah. As the voice of the uh, Asperger's droid. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I mean, it it it, it saves the movie from uh, from a, a complete lack of fun because it's really the only fun character uh, in the movie that he just always just blurts out the most, you know, like. Uh, I like when he goes, uh, do you know our chances of dying? And, and he's like, I don't want to hear about it. And he says, well, they're very high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a mess. So many kids laughed at that. In the theater. <laughs> yeah, maybe I laughed at it for the wrong reason. But uh, So real quickly, uh, email, e- Emil, <laughs> Emil Hirschwatch continues here on Douglas Movies. He's going to be a guest on the show, uh, just working out the exact uh, show where he's going to actually be here uh, has been difficult, but hopefully the next time we're doing a show here uh, on uh, Martin Luther King Day uh, at 420 uh, here at Meltdown, so maybe he'll be at that one. But in the meantime... Did you say Martin Luther King Day on 420? At 4:20, the time of day. There we go. But that's what date, I. That's the, what I didn't connect. The date is like uh, January 16. It would or be crazy like if that. Martin Luther King Day was on Hitler's birthday. That'd be weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think anyone would allow that. <laughs> um, so I have to ask each of you, which one of you like go first? I just I, I want to ask you questions that I planned for Emil Hirsch. So who would like to take the first Emil Hirsch question? Uh, I'll give it a whack. Okay, Dustin's up for it. Um, was it fun making Speed Racer? <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. 
that was an amazing movie. Oh my, I hung out and I met the monkey and uh, you know, he jumped on my back and uh, then he jumped off and Dom DeLuise was there. And, uh, I think, I don't know, I'm probably, <laughs> he was a fat dude, he had a curly mustache. I was like, ah, Why Dom. do you have trouble remembering it? Were you on speed, racer? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Um, Rachel, uh, what was it like working with Paul Rudd? He's, he's a very nice guy. Yeah, you know, he's great. Um, what was that movie you did together? The kids are all right. Really? <laughs> I think it was called Princess Avalanche. Does that sound right? What? Really? Prince. Prince Avalanche, sorry. Princess. That's so silly. Sequel. Why would there be a Princess Avalanche? <laughs> We just discussed this scarcity yeah. of roles for women. Prince Avalanche starring two dudes. And they're like on a rock quarry or something. Yeah, well, and the, of course the reveal in the movie is that Paul Rudd's the prince of the avalanche and that I've been with him the whole time to break the spell. <laughs> that the spell was broken the whole time. There's I just had spell? discovered. Oh yeah, there's a whole spell where he's stuck in the avalanche and uh, all I had to do was think of home and I and it turned out that uh, it's like the, it was like a it's a retelling of the Wizard of Oz where the ruby slippers were in my I was wearing them the whole time and That's the sex so scene was great he could have <laughs> yeah yeah he, you didn't look down no 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 this it wasn't I'm, I'm comparing it to the ruby slippers the ruby slipper was um, the the muff that he the magic muff that he gave me because it was very cold the ruby muff the ruby muff that would not keep you warm did Grand Muff Tarkin, uh, <laughs> did he upset you that they made Peter Cushing do a whole movie where he, he's not alive, no. but they, they CGI'd him? I guess it didn't, I don't know. It, it was well done. It was I very it was well great. done. It wasn't as creepy as that end scene of the movie where it's like, holy shit. That was like a uh, This is some real, like, remember, did you see the Twilight movies where they, they, had, the, they had a baby? No, I didn't. And the baby like grows rapidly. It's kind of a Benjamin Button situation. Uh, they should do that in every sitcom. Have the baby have that power. So rapid just baby not growth. Deal with that character until yeah, they're eight. Get that kid to the right age. Yeah, I like it. Um, Matt, your new movie is called uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe. Uh, what would be, what would you like people to know about it? Look, <laughs> I didn't get along with the director at all on that movie, and I could give a fuck if anybody sees it. I thought it was bullshit. It was like an episode of SVU, a, a week one, a week episode. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it went on an, an hour, half hour too long. That's what I got to say. All right. Well, I, you Don't know. Don't call me email. <laughs> he should totally change his name to Email Hirsch. That is a sexy, sexy name. But looking forward to having him on the show. And thanks for uh, playing along, you guys. Here's the part of the show where I say, let the games begin. <laughs> Lady and gentlemen, pick your name tags. 
Choose who you'd like to play for by physically grabbing the name tag from them and bringing it back to your seat. And while you do that, we'll do this. We'll be right back after these words from me. Today's episode is brought to you in part by HelloFresh. At HelloFresh, we want to change the way people eat forever. We believe everyone deserves honest, natural, delicious, healthy food. We celebrate fresh ingredients and making magic in the kitchen. We know there's a chef in everyone, and we think food brings people together. Good food allows us to live long, and great food lets us enjoy every bite of life. We are learning and growing every day. We never give up and we strive to make people happy. That's why we started the HelloFresh movement. Whether you're a professional couple, a large family that runs at a breakneck pace, or someone who simply wants to start cooking more, HelloFresh makes it easier, tastier, and healthier than ever to enjoy the experience of cooking new recipes and eating together at home. From creating the recipes and planning the meals, to grocery shopping and even delivering all the pre-measured ingredients, HelloFresh delivers right to your door so you can skip the trip. They sent a box to DLM headquarters, and we can definitely vouch for the quality, freshness, and taste. We whipped up some roasted pork tenderloin with potato cauliflower mash and caramelized apple pan sauce, Jamie Oliver's kitchen skewers, and our personal favorite, smoky beef and poblano chili. Incredibly good meals and easy to follow recipes. HelloFresh currently offers customers a classic box or veggie box and will be launching a family box. Customers can order three, four, or five different meals per week designed for either two or four people. New recipes are created every week. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novices to seasoned home cooks short on time. HelloFresh sources the freshest ingredients, measured to the exact quantities needed so there's no food waste, all delivered to your doorstep in a special insulated box for free. For $35 off your first week of deliveries, visit HelloFresh.com and enter Doug35 when you subscribe. Back to the show. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Hey, we're back. Great job, everybody. Uh, thanks for bringing so many amazing name tags. Uh, uh, my, my guest, Matt Besser, is going, wants to go rogue. One. And one. And uh, he, who do you want to play for? I want to play for this woman right up here in the front row. You, ma'am. Yes. I liked how when uh, Rachel was talking about Moonlight, she kept putting her fingers in her ears. She didn't want to hear the end of it. (laughs) She did it like three times. Sorry about that. So you're going to play for her? Yeah, and I do know the end of Moonlight. What happens is... (laughs) Do you have a... Will you be ready with a shithead if Matt loses? Oh, yeah. Okay, she's she's good to go. What's your name? Lisa. Lisa. Yeah, you come to the show a lot with your daughter daughter Chelsea oh 
Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I get to know all of them. I love mothers and daughters. <laughs> Who you play for, Rachel? What? I already picked. No, you got to tell us about it. <laughs> uh, it's Brooke Beck. We were in a commercial break when you selected Oh, shit, it. really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, this, this shit's official. Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. I picked, <laughs> I picked uh, Brooke Back Mountain. Yeah, there you go. Because her name is Brooke. Brooke, and she put her face... Yeah, it's me and her instead oh, of two dudes. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. That's a much more uh, mainstream version of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you took it's out a man and a woman making movie. love <laughs> on a mountain until he broke her back. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a spinal injury. Here, let me fuck you in this creek. <laughs> <laughs> Who you play for, Dustin? I am playing for Brandon and Robin. <laughs> and it's on a Batman and Robin poster. And, you know. Yeah, I'm Mr. Freeze, which is exciting. You are, man. Yeah, um, I love that. Mark Wahlberg. I, I know all of his great lines. Would you like to be a stalactite? <laughs> I thought you stalagmite. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Brandon and Brokeback, Brookeback, uh, Lisa. Yeah. Yeah, she's just like, I didn't make a goddamn name tag. I'm not about that kind of attention. I just don't want to know what happened to that black guy kissing another guy. <laughs> I can guess. I bet they kiss again. <laughs> I bet you they keep kissing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's start our game section. You can put your name tag down if you don't want to hold on to it the whole time. Uh, and we'll start okay? with... Brooke, thanks. Yeah, Brooke's cool with that. It's right there. Um, this game is called Live, Die, Repeat. <laughs> I'll say the name of a movie. First person to repeat it back wins. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready? Look good, feel good. Look good, feel good. Oh, I thought we were still talking. Are we I, still talking? I don't know, but I'm not. Risking. Look who's not still talking. Look who's not still talking. Look who's talking. Those aren't. That's not a movie. That's... I feel like a freshman in college who's being pranked and drinking a lot. <laughs> You'll pick up on the rules. <laughs> Yes, repeat after me. Suck my dick! <laughs> no, this is the title of a movie. First person to repeat it back wins. What? It's just a speed game. You see how fast you can hear a title, figure out what it is, say it back. The walkabout. Yeah, I, I love a good pre guess. Have a different out of all, out of all the movies. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> My super ex girlfriend. My super ex girlfriend. You win. <laughs> okay, this is already rigged. 
had many words that are in her, her show title. That is true. Did you, was there a discussion ever of uh, my super ex-girlfriend uh, that that was a movie well, we, with Uma Thurman? No, and we should have because everyone calls it my crazy ex-girlfriend because of my super ex-girlfriend. We also didn't think people thought that, would think the title would be anti-feminist because in our heads it's, it's, aha, we're meant to deconstruct it. So yeah. there are a lot of things we didn't anticipate. <laughs> and have you ever seen my super crazy ex-girlfriend? My su- no, I my haven't. My super ex-girlfriend? Is it good? It strikes me as not good. It's it's super crazy. <laughs> like Luke Wilson is just like, ah, what do I do? Because Uma Thurman just knocks over buildings and shit because she's mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if bewitched, like if uh, the, the witch was like, you, you know, didn't was always angry at her husband. Like it's more like she just did witchy things and he'd get mad at her and she'd apologize. But uh, ugh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's probably why the bewitched movie didn't work. But uh, yeah, it's not a good movie. But I, I thought you might have seen it because just because. Just because of the similarity. No, I actually haven't. Uh, the movie, the second, the movie that my writing partner is like known for next to Devil Wears Prada is she wrote the movie 27 Dresses and I still have not seen it. You know what? I am up to dress 22. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see them all someday. But wait, what was the other thing you said that you're... She wrote the Devil Wears Prada. That's a great movie. Yeah, it's a really good movie. That's one of the top, like, I, I when people are like, you know, uh, what's a movie the ladies enjoy that a dude could, you know, tolerate? And I think that's a, I think that's a, even better than tolerate that one. I like yeah. That, I like that one. Yeah, I love it too, yeah. And to toot her horn, because she'd never say this publicly, uh, or maybe she would, I don't know. Uh, that's like the movie out of all, because she's a pretty big screenwriter. That's like, she wrote every word of that movie, like, Every other one of her movies, you know, the studio comes in, they give her notes, but like that movie, the director really. So she wrote when Stanley Tucci says, gird your loins. Yeah. That is fucking classic. Yeah, she wrote that. Yeah, she wrote that one. Because I'm just like. Name another line that she probably wrote. I know one line Meryl Streep improvised. Oh, what was that? The last line of the movie, go. Oh, go. It just said in the script, the stage direction, she, go. And she just did it and she did it. So, you know. Fun the director fact. was like, cut. That's a stage direction, Meryl. <laughs> Let's do it again. <laughs> it's weird to be like angry at someone named Meryl. <laughs> Come on, Meryl. <laughs> Let's play. Okay, so... You're right. That was kind of cheating, helping her, helping her out. But also, you know, that game is just to just gets us to the next just game. Yeah. Do you want to do okay. one more? Do you, will you feel better if I do one that sure. maybe is in your more in your wheelhouse? Mm, I've done like one movie. So All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, Walk I mean, <laughs> uh, full title. Dewey Cox story. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but here's uh, another one that I wrote down here. Uh, are you guys, all of you ready? Don't think twice. Don't think twice. Don't think twice. <laughs> <laughs> You're the third one, man. <laughs> and Don't Think Twice is a movie about improv where the whole thought process is what you espouse, which is don't think. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like that movie? I haven't seen it. What? 
Wow. <laughs> is there is there a yeah, is there you, a story? Are here you mad at no, it? No, there's no story. Okay. I I have a child. That's my story. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, it's not really. I haven't seen it's not one you one can pop in with is. the kids. <laughs> kids, let's watch this movie about an improv troupe. Is it animated? It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> called Inside Out. The, uh, the improv troupe is uh, uh, acting out of someone's, all of their emotions. <laughs> right? That's what that movie was. How old is your kid? Three and a half. Yeah. You gotta wait till oh, it's like five or six said, before don't think twice. I said I'd say one of her jokes on stage tonight. Okay. So, uh, pee pee poo poo. <laughs> yeah. She's loving it. Just let us know when you're ready to say one of the, one of her jokes. Wow. <laughs> All right, <Poor> and here's <laughs> and here's one for you, Dustin. You ready? Yep. Twenty one and over. Twenty one and over. Ah. I was in that. Yeah, he, he was in <laughs> Everyone's twenty one like, and over. Know. Here I'll give you another one. Hop! Hop! <laughs> Yeah, Rachel, Rachel almost beat you on that one. That was tough. Okay. I, I held the neck down here. <laughs> now we I know where I'm at. All yeah. right. Congratulations. I believe it's three. No. <laughs> That's really impressive. Thank you. Let's play ABCD's Nuts. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be interrupting uh, a motion picture at the uh, SF Sketch Fest in San Francisco, January 15th at 420 at the Castro Theater sfsketchfest.com for tickets. Uh, I the, will be there the movie. next week uh, with oh, the, the, the following weekend? Uh, yeah, it's like a several weekend festival. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, but the movie I'm interrupting is called Fifty Shades of Grey. So tonight we are going to spell Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, starts with you, Rachel. Then we'll go to Dustin and uh, Matt. You get uh, The first letter you get is F for the beginning of 50. And all you gotta do is name any movie ever made that begins with the letter F. Forrest Gump. You did it. <laughs> and if someone matches the title or titles, some cases I wrote down more than one. If someone matches me, what I wrote down ahead of time, then you automatically win the whole game. And if you can't think of one, you're out. For my F for 50, I went with Femme Fatale. Oh. Yeah. I is the next letter for you, Dustin. Uh, Invictus. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you thought I was going to say something silly. No, you said Invictus. Invictus. I went with Intimacy. Oh, I yeah. love that. There's a dude in that movie, Mark Rylance. He just got knighted. And he, he won the Oscar last year for Bridge of Spies. And he's a knight? Mm. You got knighted? Yeah. Oh, badass. He's good. Matt, he's F is the next letter. Uh, F. <laughs> F. <laughs> a movie that begins with F. You can go Forrest Gump again if you want. Mm. It's not going to match me, though. I guess technically you could say Fifty Shades of Grey. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Very good. Is that it? Yep. I went with Flesh Gordon. <laughs> T is the next letter for Rachel. I'm going to go with the informant. Okay. Informant exclamation and point. The informant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went Team America World Police. Yeah. Why, Dustin? You've got mail. Yes, I do. Classic. I went with another classic. Oh. Yeah. E tu mama tambien. <laughs> I'm Mexican, too. I should know what this means. <laughs> I know that that's the sound of my peoples. <laughs> Speaking like them. But is, is that a remake of And Your Mother Also? <laughs> yes, Matt. It's Matt. Uh, what's, the, what's the purpose of this game again? <laughs> the idea is that there's maybe hundreds, okay, thousands of movies but it's something that begin with the letter S. I've pre-written down a movie, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't worry too much about that. Okay, Serpico. There you go. I went with Showgirls. Mm, the sequel to Serpico. <laughs> <laughs> so close. H, Rachel. I'm going to go with How to Be a Menace in South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. I like it. I went with High Art. A, Dustin. A-I. Oh, full title? (laughs) Oh, ah, artificial intelligence. Yeah. I went with American Psycho. D, Matt. Demolition Man. (laughs) Uh, I went with Do the Right Thing. Oh, don't think twice would have been good too. Yeah, don't bring it up twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> e, Rachel. Uh, ever after. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. I love the feminine voices dudes, chiming in. Dudes oh, love that movie. Oh. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci's in it. I went with Eyes Wide Shut. Oh. Mm-hmm. S. Dustin. Shaft. Oh, I, I like where you're going with that. <laughs> I wrote down two movies, Shoot 'em Up or Secretary. Hmm. O is back to you there, uh, Matt. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if there's any movies that start. Ooh. Ooh, the right la, la land. <laughs> That's the working title. Ah, uh, there's that Oompa Loompa movie. <laughs> Octopussy. Very good. I went with Original Sin. F is the next letter for Rachel. I'm really happy that I thought of this title because I was uh, Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest. Oh, that is a good one. 
I picked a movie called Fetishes. <laughs> Fetishes. Gee, hmm. uh, Dustin, you got two movies on. I wrote down. Oh, two movies on this one. Yeah. All right. Come on, dude. You can do All it. All right. Um, Gods must be crazy. Oh no. Yes, that's correct. Godfather. Godfather two. No. <laughs> Not even Godfather three. three. I went. I went Gone Girl or Ghost. Yeah. R is the next letter for Matt. Ratatouille. Ratatouille's very good. I went with Roadhouse or Risky Business. E for you, uh, Rachel. Everest. Oh, okay. Enter the Void. You didn't like Everest. That's all right. Enter the Void. You don't have to like Everest. <laughs> and finally, why for you, Dustin? Yentl. You can do this. <laughs> I couldn't think of another. All of those movies, uh, by the way, have uh, infamous sex scenes in them. They're all very uh, sexy movies. And uh, uh, Yentl had a sex scene. For, what's that? Oh man, which I one? Yentl has a sex scene. <laughs> really? I don't know. I've never seen it. I, 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 which one? I knew that name. <laughs> That's wild. I didn't think it was that kind of movie. Which movie? Yentl. Yentl? No. There, what? You said Yentl. I, I chose all movies that have sex scenes. Just because you guessed Yentl doesn't mean it has a sex scene in it. But I was, I thought it, I said, I think, doesn't Yentl, you know what, I, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody gets fucked through a sheet in Yentl. <laughs> But I didn't think of Yentl. I couldn't think of any other Y movie that was sexy, so for the second Y in Fifty Shades of Grey, I just went with E2 Mama Tambien. I went with it a a second time, yeah. Right in front of me. So yeah, so uh, there's no winners there, but uh, it takes us into our next game where Rachel will uh, start us off again, and this is the game that's going to decide everything tonight. Who goes home with the prize bag? It's a game called Last Man Stanton. And I mean, a name from a pre-selected audience member of an actor or actress, and I, I like to play along on this one. We'll all take turns naming movies that that person's been in. If you can't think of one, you're out. Sorry, Lisa. But <laughs> but Lisa is your uh, lifeline, so you can go to her once mm. uh, for help. Everybody gets to go to the person whose name tag they chose uh, one time uh, to try to stay in it. And the person from the internet who convinced me the most that they've got an amazing name for us to use is underscore B-W-O-T underscore Boat <laughs> underscore Boat underscore. Are you here tonight? My no. name is Yentl Boat. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at, Boat? Right here. Oh, well, there you go. Oh. And why, why? Why this name, underscore, bought, underscore? Uh, It's your college nickname? Bring your own taint. (laughs) B-W-O-T, bring your own taint. (laughs) Bring whose own taint? Sorry, I didn't spell boy right. 
All right, Boat. What do you, you What do you want, Boat? Who should we play tonight? John Turturro. John fucking Turturro. Yeah, I throw that in there because that does feel like a bit of a tough one, but also I, I'm excited about it. I, I think we can do all right with John Turturro. We're starting with <laughs> Rachel. Just name any John Turturro. Uh, what order were we going in last time? We were going to, uh, so it'll go to Dustin, you're next. All right, Rachel. Uh, Big Lebowski. Yes, of course. <laughs> oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking everyone tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with... Oh, uh, oh, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Barton Fink. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he must be in every Coen Brother movie, right? Yeah, I think, I think you could just sort of bang out the Coen Brothers movies, but he's, he's not in every one, that's for Miller's sure. Miller's Crossing? Yes, Miller's Crossing. Good job. Oh, shit. All right, Rachel. Brooke? What's he in? Oh, she's going to Brooke. I'm going to Brooke. Fading Gigolo. Do you like that? Great. Rachel. Fading Gigolo. Yeah, what, yeah. whatever that is. It was uh, with Woody Allen, and uh, I believe Tutoro wrote or directed it or both, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Fading Gigolo. <laughs> Dustin? Don't mess with the Zohan. Oh, nice. Ah. It's right up my alley right Yes. <laughs> that opens up an avenue of, uh, of movies that I got to figure out the right one. I'm going to go with Mr. Deeds. <laughs> Matt. Lisa, how are you doing? <laughs> Do you need her help, or are you just checking in with her? Fargo? Fargo? <laughs> Do you want to go with Fargo? Wasn't he in a Jim Jarmusch movie? Probably. Was he in Who, who hasn't Jarmushed? <laughs> what was that second Jarmusch movie? Oh, yeah. Was it called a Above the Law or something? Mm. This is tough. You don't got it? You want I me guess, to go with Fargo? I guess I don't you know. were right to apologize. I'm going to say Above the Law. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, who's your shithead, Lisa? Oh, um. If you had to pick. Trump. Oh, okay. <laughs> Trump. Good for you, Lisa. Good for you. Yeah. She didn't vote, but hashtag, she said Trump at Duck Show. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag always resist. <laughs> Rachel, do you have another one? Uh, you, said, you said he's in almost every Coen Brothers movie. Well, not every, but Fuck. He's, he's banged out a few. He's in a lot of Coen Brothers movies. I'm going to... I can't remember. If, well, okay. <sighs> Should I take a risk? I don't know. <laughs> 
I'm gonna go out on a limb? Nah, fuck, I don't know. Well, okay, I, ooh, is he in Raising Arizona? Who is, who is, who responded out there? Um, I'm, I'm good, that's my final answer anyway. Your final answer is Raising Arizona? Yeah. I do not believe that he was in Raising Arizona. Right? Yeah, I don't think he was. Just nobody needs to check it. We all just get together as a group. He wasn't. Why? Just, wait, just so I know. Okay, I'm like, out. Like, what did he play if he was in it? I don't know. Like, one yeah, of the exactly. bad guys. Uh, what? Just so I know, was he in Hail Caesar? Because that was going to be my You can't guess. do that. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm still, out. I'm just curious. Pl- other oh, players shit, are right. in play. All right. Yeah, and I, thank you for that uh, answer. <laughs> Dustin? All right. I think we got this, Brandon. What do you got, buddy? He's saying the good shepherd. The good shepherd. You agree with that, Dustin? I'm going to say that's a good answer. <laughs> good I'll, t- I'll take the good shepherd. I'll take good With shepherd. Matt Damon and... Uh, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Sure. All right. Uh, my turn. This is going to blow your minds, this one. Desperately Seeking Susan. Yeah, he's the corny MC in the nightclub. Uh, yeah. And he says, where are you from? A guy says, Queens. He goes, I was from, I'm from normal parents. <laughs> All right, back to you, Rachel. She's out. I was out. Oh, it's just me and Dustin? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, Dustin? Yeah, man. You got another one? Oh, I, damn, I forgot you played. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> all right. He was in a Transformers, but I can never keep straight the correct titles of the Transformers. Oh, he man. He might have been in two of them. Uh, Transformers and... Uh, <laughs> hey, that's definitely wrong. Transformers uh, and... Uh, <laughs> uh, Transformers and Lincoln Park. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, man. I know that one, but I don't. Uh, this is tough, because I don't yeah. know, but I'm going to take a guess. Transformers, their next assignment. <laughs> okay. The Transformers, Miami Beach. I don't, I'm just going to take a whack at an Adam Sandler movie. Okay, okay whack it. Just because, okay, and maybe he did a cameo. I could see this happening. Good possibility. He's All in right. a bunch of them. Grown I just, Ups. I just thought of another one he's in. Is he in Grown Ups, you guys? I don't think Two. He is. Oh. <laughs> oh, clever. <laughs> I don't uh, think he's in either of them. He wasn't like the, uh, the mailman or something. I feel like he would be in like, <laughs> everyone's think, watching. They're like, that's John to do I think yeah. he's in Little Nicky. Ah, oh, jeez. That's what I feel like jeez. he's in. That's when they hung out. But who knows? You're still the winner, Dustin Ibarra. Uh, Brandon Boots. Botch. Botch. Gotcha. Come get your prizes, Brandon. All in one convenient bag. It's a little too heavy and it'll probably, it some early probably fall apart before the end of the night. So maybe hold it from the bottom or get rid of the food. What's happening? I saw him at a production of, of Zorba at City Center Encores, Encores about a year ago, and that's what's in my head. He's a great actor. He's very good. Yeah, he's terrific. And he's on The, uh, the Night Of. Oh, I love that. On yeah. HBO. But that doesn't count. But he, he's in Age of Extinction or Transformers, Welcome to Tomorrow, or one of those. <laughs> one of those dumb... Tra- he was in a couple Transformers movies as like an FBI guy. Was he in a Spike Lee movie? Oh, yeah, he's been in a ton of Spike Lee movies. Yeah. Do the Right Thing, we mentioned earlier tonight. 
Quiz show. Rounders quiz show. The guy's Transformers 1 is what you want to call it. <laughs> All right, so uh, Matt, let's do some plugs, man. Yeah. Uh, promote yourself. On the CISO.com, the UCB show season two's coming out January 17th. Please support that. You can watch it for free for a month. Why not? See my special, Best of Breaks yeah. the Record, that, that holiday special on CISO.com. Thank yeah. you, Doug. And Improv for Humans is also going to be at the Sketch Festival. Maybe the same weekend you are, sketch I forget. Sketch Festival. The Sketch Fest. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Rachel Balloon. Uh, 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 Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is airing the second part of season two right now on the CW, which is a broadcast network. So there's no excuse not to watch it. Uh, it's a free network, and it's Fridays at nine. And bless you. And we need, you know, we're the we are currently the lowest rated show on network television. No, a hundred percent. We a hundred percent are. What so the really, fuck? yeah, a hundred percent. Like the buzz is all so positive. You just think, oh, it must be doing great. Yeah, because well, because of Netflix, and we live in L.A. But yeah. you know, if you go out of like Silver Lake in Brooklyn, people are like. What's a lady? I don't know. Uh, What's a lady? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, wow, people are messed yeah, up out there. That's, the word. that's such a fucking elitist thing. <laughs> There's uh, a show with a lady? Oh, <laughs> uh, cool, like man. Shows about male avalanches. <laughs> uh, no, I guess I, I'm sure people watch it in other states. Um, but yeah, uh, the Netflix thing is huge. The Netflix it's a thing is big huge. way to watch it and a great way to keep That's the way it to watch it going. Was, yeah, and then uh, I'll, I'm going to be at San Francisco Sketch Fest too. Nice. On the 25th, and then I'll be at Riot LA yeah. here and yeah. some other... There's um, two or three people ready to riot. I'll also be in, I will also be in Cambridge, Massachusetts doing a talk at the Combined Jewish Philanthropies on January 28th. Oh, so, I'm sure you're going to pick up some viewers from, really? <laughs> from my listenership for that, for that event. And, I hope uh, there's more Yentl jokes. <laughs> or less. <laughs> less Yentl jokes, please. Heard it. Uh, oh, and, and you're a musical fan. Uh, Patty Lapone's on my show on... Uh, <gasps> Uh, on Janu January 13th, she plays my uh, childhood rabbi. Wow. And the, the, that story ends well, like in terms of uh, she's a super awesome lady who's great to work with? She's, I mean, if she weren't, I wouldn't. But actually, she was, she was like our favorite guest star we've ever had. She was so chill and funny and amazing. That's cool. She was great. Yeah, because she could be a complete diva. She's talented enough. She couldn't. She absolutely wasn't. Yeah, nice. Speaking of divas, Dustin. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, January 26th, I'm at Hyena's Comedy Club in Fort Worth. Love it. And March 2nd, Niagara Falls, New York, at uh, Seneca Niagara, Cas uh, Niagara Casino. Cool. Yeah, and um, I'm working with Felipe Esparza on this uh, ABC project where we're brothers, and, uh, you know, hopefully it gets picked up. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, we'll see what happens. Do whatever you can, you guys, to pick up his show. Yeah. <laughs> Pick it up, please. Yeah, like, make just, it happen. Yeah, it's up to the viewers like you. Yeah. Uh, the next Douglas Movies here at uh, Meltdown Comics is going to be on Monday, January 16th, MLK Day at 4.20 in the afternoon. And uh, the invitation has been extended to Mr. Emil Hirsch. <laughs> and... Uh, 
we'll see what happens. Uh, thank you to Meltdown Comics. And one more time to all of my guests, for all of my guests, Dustin Ibarra, Rachel Bloom, and Matt Besser. As always, Sean Hoffman is a shithead. Someone's got a real beef with Sean Hoffman. And Trump is a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another cocky. Eyes of both his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you. Cause Doug loves movies. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.